This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Today, I'm going to talk to my brothers. When I took the time to research the term brother, I got several different ideas of meanings from a man or boy in relation to other sons and daughters, a fellow Christian, one who shares something in common, a boy who has a sister. But when I went a little deeper, it expressed a hand to hold, a shoulder to lean on, a co-conspirator with whom one builds a bridge or one breaks down bridges, celebrates victories, mourns losses, teaches another, dispels false myths or reveals life's truths. You see, being a brother holds so many different meanings for different people. But one thing is for sure, when I think deeply of my brothers, the very term stirs up mixed emotions of passion, compassion, joy, pain, happiness, hurt, pride, tears, anxiety, disappointment, discovery, love, and at times, even embarrassment. Be it good, bad, joyous, or just plain ugly. I'm going to talk about my brothers. By the way, my own personal explanation of my brothers lends itself to the males that I encounter daily. Some I know, some I don't know, some I love deeply. So many I've simply seen in passing, others I don't even know their names. But because he is, and he is a child of God, see we share the same father, he is my brother. My brother moves, sometimes quite smooth, trying to gain a sense of himself and exactly where he fits in. And oftentimes he spends his life, at times this is his wife, just so someone else will see and acknowledge him. He works hard for his family, or sometimes he works hard to be all things to all people, meaning he tries to hold it down at home, working jobs just to keep the lights on, the cell phone bill paid, the rent or mortgage up to par, or almost caught up as best as he can. At times he cannot find a job or that job that pays enough to really take care of business. Too often, my brother may find himself unable to send enough money to help take care of his own children. So he is labeled by the girl who once thought he was greatest or all of that. And the little one who happens to look just like him as a no good, won't take care of his children, refuse to pay his child support, deadbeat daddy. My brother at times still lives at home with mom and them because the struggle and bills are very real. But he had no clue when he thought he was going to move out on his own or in with his girl. He only realized and respected those memories of food that was in mama's pantry or the lack thereof when he understood that somebody's got to work and buy groceries in order to maintain a full cupboard. Somebody's got to keep working to keep providing. Some brothers have completely checked out and hide behind a remote control in an endless game of Fortnite caught up in trying to be the last man standing in a make-believe world while failing miserably at real life, stuck in the remote repetition of child's play. How can one be the last man standing when he's only a big boy sulking and cursing at a game? You see, this brother has somehow disconnected from the need to face his responsibilities, be a father, a provider, a husband, or a real-life survivor, and he has decided I will exist in a make-believe world that's not so threatening, at least not to my final destiny. If I don't do so well, I will simply hit restart and try again and again and again. 
Now just think of the winning benefits this brother would reap if he applied that same mentality to real life. Another brother often talks about folks respecting him, especially when he realizes his lack of resources or sheer lack of quality in his own character. You see, that is known as introversion. In other words, if I realize my areas of lack, I often feel I'm being disrespected by others who seemingly have those areas accounted for, be it knowledge, finances, understanding, employment, education, or just plain old know-how. My brother is too often misunderstood as he just wants to be understood and allowed to express himself in his own way, in his own style, and he wants people to respect him in his own place just as he is. While he does not want anyone making excuses for him, he sometimes wants others to excuse him for not being what or who you had envisioned. It's just me, a brother, and excuse me if I'm not what you think I should be. What you see is what you see, and what you see is me being me. I won't change for anyone, says some of my brothers. Others of my brothers hide behind a mask because he finds it necessary to put on a front, a pseudonym, if you will. As he changes his persona to match what he thinks will make him more appealing to others, especially to women, he tells the story of the car he drives or used to drive, his impressive job, and the fancy trips he's taken, even when there exists no evidence to prove his claims. He may even save up just to wine and dine a sister at an overpriced, overrated restaurant, just because he desires to be thought of or looked upon as that guy. I cringe to think of how that mask crumbles if the young lady ever really realizes, truly falls for that brother. See, I was taught that any relationship built on a lie from its inception is built on a shaky foundation at best. In other words, one lie begets another and another until there is an exposing of a masked brother. So he ends up back at square one, fooling some other unsuspecting young lady. And the vicious, dishonest cycle simply repeats itself. Someone once said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. My brother is in many cases a good man with misinformation, bad judgment, or poor execution. At times he's so busy looking for that perfect situation that lady sent directly from God, the yin to his yang, that he forgets that he himself is not perfect. It is strange that my brother would prepare a share, he would prepare and share the list of non-negotiables. Yet he is not up to the many things of, and rules on that list for the woman that he feels will be blessed to have him. On too many occasions, my brother sits in judgment of others whom he openly rebukes, yet he lives in a glass house and there is garbage all around his front and back doors. This brother even forgets that his glass is not shatterproof. I know you may be thinking by now, who does she think she is judging me? Or judging these brothers. But really, I'm just making some observations. Just speaking on what I see and have learned from simply paying close, careful attention. There are indeed many of my brothers who pride themselves in doing the right thing as they understand it. Because it is the right thing to do. 
Those brothers who struggle to pay child support even when they can't afford enough to get those new kicks or upgrade the cracked up cell phone or get that new ride that's turning heads. That brother who says, I got mouths to feed or I promised my little one. My brother who really puts the children, his babies and his family first. My brother who is willing to take a second, sometimes a third job just to keep food on the table and bills paid almost on time. That brother who denies his own wants to supply his family's needs. The same brother who will openly say, I just want my seed to have a father in the home or a real dad to talk to about whatever because that is something I never had. My brother whose character and solid ability to stick to it even when things get tough may be subjected to unfavorable work conditions but he refuses to leave the job because he knows so many others are depending on him. The brother who is intellectual enough to say my dad My dad taught me everything I needed to know about what not to do as a father. He made it very clear by showing me what an absent father felt like, but not looked like. See, that brother was never there for me. A brother who has made up in his mind, I will trust in the Lord for provisions, because even if I lack formal education or a big important job, I am important and vital to who my children, my seed, will become and how they will see themselves. If I refuse to work and contribute to the well-being of my household or the place where my babies lay their heads, what does that say about me as a man? But even more importantly, my brother, who truly understands, what does that say about them, your children? According to 1 Timothy Timothy 5 and 8, if any man does not provide for his own, especially for those of his household, He has denied his faith and is worse than an infidel. An infidel, my brothers, is an unbeliever or one who does not believe in God. The same God who continues to sustain my brothers when it seems the whole world is against you. The brother whom some may label as being lame because he refuses to wear his pants three sizes too large or two sizes too small and hanging so far below his waist that it reveals the closeness, color, and cohesiveness of his own underwear to his buttocks. The same brother who still believes in an old-fashioned haircut in which the hair is actually cut, not just taped up around the hairline. Not that anything's wrong with it, just old-fashioned. The brother who has not forgotten his manners as he is careful to respect those around him so he does not hurl profane language carelessly and recklessly. My brother who embraces a strong sense of how one's own words define true character as it is what comes out of a man that defiles him rather than what is ingested. The same brother that carefully chooses his words even when angered as God's word warned, we should be slow to speak and quick to forgive. The well-taught brother who still says please and thank you. Brothers who don't find it demeaning to say, I really appreciate what you've done for me how you still believe in me. My brother who still believes women should be yielded the right of way and first right of passage when entering any door within six feet of the opposite sex. The brother who still believes in loving and respecting every woman or man who happens to be his elder. Brother who honors my, any woman, any woman 
who braves labor pains to give birth to his seed, regardless of how things turn out between he and that woman, my brother realizes that as time progresses and he approaches years of maturity, manhood sets in. For those brothers who are blessed to pay attention, approaching manhood demands a change of heart, mind, and soul. The brother's character must transition to fit their complexity of responsibilities. An intelligent brother, please notice I did not say educated. While education does have its place, I know a wide variety of educated fools. No, I am calling out those well-informed brothers, my brothers who respect God's word that says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I acted as a child, I understood as a child, but now that I am a man, I put away childish things. You see, the true measure of my brother's success is not found in the number of years of formal education or degrees one has completed, but rather in the knowledge he has encountered and his ability to logically, reasonably apply his understanding daily to the ever-changing circumstances and situations that affect him and those he loves. One writer so eloquently stated, the strength of a man is in his character. My brother, character is the moral and mental qualities that informs one's behaviors. It is the force that drives my brother's decision-making. A strong man is a great man of wisdom who understands his top priority is to his family. My brothers have endured brokenness. My brothers have been afraid, emasculated, lacking a real sense of self, some lacking a sense of direction because he himself has had no consistent male figure to mold and guide his growth. So like a small plant with not enough sunlight, starved of oxygen and drowning in a drought, my brother remains stunted in his youth, trapped somewhere between 11 years old and adolescence, delayed in his mental development as his ability to reason suffocates from a lack of what? What you ask? You guessed it. A strong, positive brother to tell him the truth and stare him away from some of the scrapes and bruises, some of the pitfalls that he falls so quickly into. So his poor behaviors are only loud screams for someone, some older, experienced brother, perhaps a father who has been there and done that. See, I respect age and experience God's own greatest teacher according to God's word in 1 John 2 and 14 I have written unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning I have written unto you young men because you are strong and the word of God abideth in you for it was Aristotle who said poverty is the mother of revolution and crime so come some of my brothers have been dwarfed in poverty. Now, please understand that poverty is not just a lack of or hunger for food, but a real lack of substance and quality. Many, many of my brothers are impoverished when it comes to the love, touch, and correction of a father. That's correction of a father, others even a mother. Deprived of a father's navigational focus and being properly directed by daddy, my brother's malnourished due to the absence of molding and mother's early tenderness. It was Frederick Douglass who once said, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. My brother Maya Angelou said it best when she explained, 
I know why the caged bird sings. As birds who are confined and unable to soar, as God intended, or just as my brothers who are trapped in the bars of hopelessness. Some have simply grown bigger and taller with bodies physically maturing, but some brothers, minds remain stagnated. Now allow me to point out that many mothers have been there, good mothers, I might add, but boys need their fathers to grow and develop with the manly molding that only the hands, heart, and demeanor of a man can provide. Simply stated, a child needs his or her father. Some studies even suggest that my brothers, at least some, are still enslaved in their minds, struggling to break free but haunted by the chains of inferiority and the fear of not measuring up to the expectations of others, especially those whom they love and those who love them. Some make inexplicable decisions when rotting in a mental prison of unworthiness. See, a child's first teacher are parents. So when either of them, mom or dad, are absent or never show up to reassure that child, you are important to me and you are somebody. I expect you to be great. Another child grows up hearing and experiencing a wide, uncaring world that cannot take the place of parental love. No one can replace or redo what daddy should have done. So, so many of my brothers must be prayed for and repaired. As a result, my brothers who behave recklessly are really acting upon the pain and rage of oppression when comparing themselves to counterparts who appear free and effortlessly accomplished. Remember Maya Angelou's description of the caged bird who sings. Many of these brothers weather the two-edged sword of a mental prison that leads many to the confinements of physical imprisonment where the vicious demeaning cycle continues. I ache for my brothers, prayers I make for my brothers, shed tears for my brothers, harbor fears for my brothers, want to uplift my brothers, shield and protect these same brothers. I ride for my brothers, feel pride for my brothers. I love on my brothers, look above for my brothers. I continue to pray for the healing of my brothers. Don't want rage and oppression to keep stealing my brothers. No longer want a mask to hide my brothers. I stand beside my brothers, calling every father to love, protect, and direct these brothers. Need all sisters and mothers to love, reassure, and correct my brothers. Today, I'm a speaker for my brothers while acknowledging I am a keeper for my brothers. Frederick Douglass once said, It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. When I ponder those true and wise, wise words, I no longer hold within. My thoughts and concerns I have for my sons can't hold the words anymore. Gotta come out and say, in a strong kind of way, this poem addresses both for sure. Brother, I need you to stand up tall. Pull your pants up, chin up, be true to yourself, your mother, and any other who believes in and depends on you. We love you. We need you to be strong. Represent, speak up, take that stand. For the time has come, adolescence is done from a child to a full-grown man. Brother, your worth can never be measured by the number of women you explore, nor flashy things you keep or secrets you heap about how an absent father hurts no more. We are all products of nature and nurture, shaped by relationships with parents, no doubt. 
So hidden hurt that you feel, hoping pain less for real, even emotions you won't talk about. Every behavior, emotion, and reaction can be carefully, clearly traced back to those who nurtured and raised you, uplifted and praised you, or areas in your life where there's lack. From the way that you talk, to the style of your walk, to who or what you embrace as true, to what near and dear, in midst of danger and fear, to the people, places, and things you hold on to. At times you openly state, I'm a king, and all must respect me, for I reign superior. Yet you fail to realize your kingdom is a disguise, hiding feelings of inadequacy, still inferior. Mask or no mask, the present sure results of your past. Brother, the truth will always shine through. From a scholar, a dealer, intellect or faith healer, life's truths respect none, neither me nor you. The future, according to some, is a time yet to come. None but God can truly know those details. But I say and declare, in God's name, I share. What's to come, brother, you affect, no fail. For to what you believe, advice you receive, to your concerns and actions you do, yesterday is done, today's a present, my son, but tomorrow, my brother, take advice from a mother. The future's all up to you. I know a wise man once said, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. My brother, be a man, reach up for a hand, and allow true healing to begin. You're still wondering what it means to me, why it's worth my valuable time, you see? Each represents my father, my husband, my sons, my nephews, my brothers, men for whom no love runs deeper. Without my brothers, I'm just another broken mother, so I will always be my brother's keeper. Now I would be remiss if I did not mention my two fallen angels, as they are my biological brothers whom I love so, so very much. Brother Derek DJ Chisholm passed away due to illness back in 2016. DJ was a strong, strong-willed brother, no wife, but he did have a life partner and an alternative lifestyle. He lived life to the fullest, unapologetically, and he did it his way. DJ was a great friend to me, and he never made excuses. He knew who he was, and he stood in his truth. Someone added that he was a trailblazer. I say he was a good, hard-working brother until falling ill. I will always be proud to call DJ my brother. Now, Jonathan, Johnny Chisholm, just left us a year ago on May 1st. He had been married for one year and three months, the father of two biological children, the stepfather of four, and he stood in the gap for one special young man as this young man's father was absent. I'm most proud of John because I never heard him make a big deal about his fatherly deeds, which he quietly, selflessly performed. John was a master barber and faithfully continued working through his illness at times. He was an intellect and truly took care of his own business. And while he's never asked me for anything, I know things must have been tough sometimes because he wasn't always feeling well, yet he never complained. Even knowing that, he leaned on the Lord and kept his pride intact. A brother with integrity and strong moral character, it was an honor to be John's big sister. Based on conversations we've had, 
I'm certain he would smile at this week's podcast. Rest in paradise, my brothers. I am so honored and proud to have called these brothers my brothers. Yes, my dad, the late Clarence Chisholm Sr., another good brother, was present in our lives, and I'm grateful to God for entrusting us to a man, our patriarch, that did not mind being our very present, involved, loving provider. God bless Daddy, Johnny, and DJ. We truly love and miss each of them. To my wonderful brothers, biological, or brothers from other fathers and mothers, I love and respect you and remain always in your corner and in prayer for you. I love all of my brothers because it is impossible for me to be great without my brothers being equally as great. It is true that I need you, my brothers, to survive. Hoping and believing that you pulled something of value from my words, intended only to uplift, encourage, and empower. Well, listeners, this is episode number three of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Please be sure to comment, question, or suggest the topic that you'd like to have explored in the near future. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming episode. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. Looking forward to each of you. As always, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.